0: Tonight on the Fanatic Forum, of course, we've got some new comic books for you guys. But a big surprise is we get to meet artist William Hood. He's a local artist here in the Louisville, Town area, and we get to hear all about his art and how he got started, and all that sort of good stuff. And plus, you know, all kinds of good geek talk. So we'll do that right after this. <music> Friday and welcome to the Fanatic Forum. I'm your fanatic and host George Bueller. Uh, we got a good one for you today. Of course, we got lots of good geek stuff to talk about. We've got new comics, but the best part is we got a special guest, local artist William Hood. So we'll bring him on here in just a second. But yeah, uh, of course, tons of good geek uh, streaming things going on here. We got a new episode of Andor. New episode of She Hulk, uh, special surprise Werewolf by Night premiered this week. That is amazing. Uh, we'll talk a little more about that. And of course, uh, the new Hellraiser movie on Hulu. So lots of good stuff here. But anyway, uh, enough of all this chitter chatter here. Let's get to what we're really here for. Uh, of course, like I said, local artist William Hood, uh, illustrator, comic artist. Uh, extraordinaire here. Uh, Just got the pleasure of meeting him recently at the Night Riders Con here in E-Town. So we're going to get to meet him here and uh, see what his art's all about. So welcome to the show, William. Good to see you, sir.
1: Thanks for having me, George. I don't know about a comic artist extraordinaire, but we'll go with it.
0: (laughs) Hey, you know what? Uh, I I bought some of your stuff here, so I I like it. So there you go. So uh, uh, you you won me over, so there you go. That's all that matters. (laughs) Uh, yeah so uh, anywho so thank you very much for being on the show here Uh, like we will uh, definitely talk about uh, your art and uh, kind of what uh, how you got started and what's you know important to you and everything like that and of course if you want to know more about William's art here go to williamhood.art of course you can see a lot of your stuff Uh, you can see you know you you can get uh, commissions you can you know know, uh, make arrangements for those Um, all sorts of things so yeah all right, so uh, of course, uh, like I said, you've got a couple of things coming up here, uh, appearance-wise. Here, you've got
1: uh, the uh, flea uh, flea off markets. Is that right? Or yep, yeah, the flea off market. It's uh, well off market here at downtown Louisville. Okay, that's, the, that's this weekend. That's tomorrow and Sunday.
0: Nice, yeah. So of course, it's local, uh, you know, flea market. So you got lots of, you know, it's much more of a smaller thing instead of going to, like a you know big large. You know, thing like they have in the fairgrounds. This is a lot more, you know, younger vendors, and well, just all kinds of
1: people, anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot of it's it's um creatively focused, I'll mm-hmm. say a lot a yeah. lot of uh, crafts and creative people and art and that sort of thing instead nice. of instead of you know glass bottles and 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 old tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so you actually, you know, do
0: this and kind of actually go out and support local artists as opposed to something like you know. The, the St. James Court art show, which has kind of become more of like a, a national scene. A lot of outsiders come there and it's not so much a local thing anymore. It's, that's what I've been hearing from a lot of the people.
1: It's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's grown. It's gotten bigger than I, I think they even attended it to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, one of our friends, of the show here, Dave Maloney says the flea off market's a great place to pick up some local customer custom local goodies. So yeah. Yeah. yeah see. And, and Dave's a Louisville himself. So there you go.
1: Well, come on back and say hi, Dave.
0: Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, see, yeah, check out William there. And, uh, yeah, so you get some lovely uh, art, like uh, you know, the, the Predator one here, right here. And then, uh, of course, this uh, lovely Batman one here. So, I mean, I still need to buy frames for these, but thankfully we've got these nice projectors here. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, of course, you know, as promised, uh, each week on the show here, Bill, uh, we, I talk comics um, always do you know new stuff, and I'm completely across the board here. Uh, I do you know Marvel, I do DC, indies. So yeah, I, I I don't favor anybody. Even though I grew up a Marvel kid, I don't know about you. So oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, see. It's it's weird. Like definitely as a kids, like we all we we picked our battle. Like we were Marvel or DC, and usually it was kind of whoever got us into comics that was their choice they made. But uh,
1: what was your what was your first? Do you remember your first? Oh yeah. Uh, Avengers one sixty three. So yeah. Yeah. Mine was a uh, astonishing tales number two or three. I forget which one it was exactly, but it reprinted X-Men number three. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's, yeah, I, I, I have two copies cause I actually still have the book that I originally got. It's not, it is intact. I will say that, but, uh, it, it's not, the cover's not in the greatest shape. Uh, but uh, I've, you know, later got another copy that's a much nicer version. So there you go. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, hey, John Pike is on here. Good to see you, sir. Of course, uh, folks, uh, John is, of course, the purveyor of the cereal Box Network, which we are all enjoying here. Uh,
1: and, oh, the uh, back of he- the back of the
0: cereal Box? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I love that podcast. Uh, see, there you go. Instant plug here. Back in the server box, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, and of course uh, Johnny's doing all Scooby-Doo this month for, uh, you know, for uh, Spooktober. Uh, so uh, yeah, so it's it's been a lot of fun. They've been revisiting either uh, some of the, uh, the newer movies, some of the older movies, or just, you know, specific episodes, and of course, you know, they talk about everything on that show, so. Right, right, right. I've been on there a couple times myself, so there you go, so. Oh, uh, D- Dave's saying that he'll be at the uh, International Film Festival tomorrow, but he'll see if he can swing by. So there you go. Well, they're open Sunday too, Dave. So you know, after church, you know, go hang out the fleet. All right. Hmm. Sorry, a little part here. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a uh, lots of uh, lifting. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Dave wants to know about my uh, uh, Dr. Doom shirt here. So, yeah, it says, uh, trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah uh, I I've recently got this from uh, Public, so uh, uh, great online spot uh, there I, I did a lot of their stuff there they're kind of like a, a Etsy for uh, t-shirts because basically mm-hmm. instead of like buying from a, a company you're actually buying from individual artists so like somebody made this and you know maybe there's still some left and if there aren't any more left if that artist doesn't make any more then this has become a limited edition shirt so there you go right, right. Yeah, so yeah, it's, I've, I've bought, I I bought I found them uh, a couple of years ago because I usually would buy like a lot of stuff from um, uh, 80s tees and there's a couple other spots I had to get like a lot of DC superhero stuff, but then uh, yeah, I found Tea Public on
1: Facebook. I'm like, Bing. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm familiar. I've gotten a few. Uh, I've gotten a few uh, good wardrobe choices from them. Yeah, so and I
0: found they're a little bit cheaper too. So there you go. You see, we get a free commercial for Tea Public there. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so on with the books here. Uh, of course, I've got a bunch of number ones here. Uh, a couple of Marvel here that uh, uh, stood out for me this week here. Uh, the zero issue of Miracle Man is finally back in Marvel. Uh, this is more kind of a introduction if for uh, people who haven't you know really been familiar with Miracle Man before, kind of get a taste of like some of the different versions of him. The you know, throughout the years, whatever else, but uh essentially prepping us for what's coming next, which is uh Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham kind of revisiting and then finishing the silver age years
1: of Miracle Man. So was that a an Alan movie. Davis cover? Uh yes, it is an Alan Davis I was cover. gonna say yeah. it looked it looked like Alan Davis. I was yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I love Alan Davis, classic there. So and yeah, you. I'm <laughs> I'm sure an, uh, some, an artist you uh, admire of, as well. So, uh, next up here, we've got uh, a new Spider-Man here. This is, of course, the first Spider-Man only title uh, in a while. We've had a lot of you know, Amazings and spectaculars and savage and whatever else. So, uh, but this is uh, Dan Slott and Mark Bagley Jr. coming back uh, to uh, little Spidey here. Uh, this is essentially uh, kicking off uh, the. Uh, I think it was the edge of the spider verse, uh, stuff, that it was currently just out. And then this title is kind of the new spider verse thing that's going on here. So I'm not sure if this, I think this may be more of a limited series, but, uh, some interesting twists on it. Uh, cause yeah, i agree. Yeah. agree. Yeah. It is, you know, it was fun. I mean, I love Bagley, uh, Spider-Man art anyway, and Dan Slott's a good writer, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I guess it was kind of fun. It's some nice little twists in there and, uh, uh, you know, of course, uh, the, the you know can't do a Spider-Verse thing without having the uh, Villainous Moreland come back. But uh, again, maybe we got a new player on the board here. So, yeah, so, some good stuff there. Don't want to spoil too much. Uh, a couple of uh, some interesting indie number ones here uh, from Image here. Josh Williamson doing Dark Ride. Don't know if you can pick mm-hmm. this one up or not. Did you check this one out yet?
1: I haven't yet, no. Uh,
0: this was actually really cool. This is basically... Uh, kind of a, if Walt Disney wanted to make a horror-themed park and did. Um, and so, uh, of course, he's getting on in years and his children are kind of running things, uh, but you know, it seems maybe there's kind of like a little more of a vicious thing going on here. So uh, uh, seems like there's kind of a mean story here, but also kind of has a bit of an anthology sort of feel, like we can have, have almost kind of separate issues if we want, so. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Dave's asking, uh, "What if Dark Rider rode a roller coaster?" Yeah, not not sure, not 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 entirely sure there, but uh, (laughs) it did it sort of looked like it there. So, Uh, yeah, yeah. John says, "Heard Dark Rider is amazing." Yes, it's a lot of fun, uh, lots of gory fun. But uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. especially if you're a horror junkie and you're like, I would always would love a horror themed amusement park. And yeah, so it's it's there. Uh, Speaking of uh, spooky stuff here. Scott Snyder and Francesco Francavilla's Night of the Ghoul.
1: Uh, this was amazing. I've not even heard of that, but the creative team behind it, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Uh, Dark Horse
0: uh, put this out. Um, this kind of came out with uh, not a lot of uh, fanfare initially, but the, the storyline is that uh, Night of the Ghoul was a uh, lost film um and a film junkie and his son have kind of tracked down the uh director and you know basically retirement home and they're talking about the film and kind of you know the director's kind of you know questioning the uh the film you know film fan what he knows about it, how much he's seen and apparently there's a lot of sinister stuff going on here so uh uh, but uh, the interesting thing is that apparently there was a rumor that this actually was the story was somewhat based off of a, a lost film that basically uh, went up in the 46 uh, fire at Universal uh, that basically like London After Midnight was lost and uh, mm-hmm. the man the laughs and a lot of those, you know, you know, really spooky films, uh, which, you know, could have changed the game for Universal or essentially were lost. But apparently this is somewhat based off that. Well, Uh, Warner Brothers has said, hey, guess what? We're going to make a movie adaptation of this thing. This is just (laughs) the first issue. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Well, hey. Yeah. So I think there's a three-issue series. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. But anyway, so yeah, the Warner Brothers said they're going to pick up and do a movie of that. So like, I'm all for it because it's, I mean, Francovia's art I mean yeah you, you, you know if, if you know his work I mean good God that man's amazing so uh,
1: that's what I said I hadn't even heard of the book but Sky, uh, but Snyder and Francovia I'm, I'm yeah I'm on board
0: yeah yeah and it's it's, it's it, Francovia's art is the perfect tone because I mean this is a movie that takes place like when we are watching scenes from night of the ghoul it's World War one era so basically yeah his his art just just uh, yeah Love it, love it, love it. Uh, lastly here, number, number one, if uh, anybody checked out the Geiger series that came out last year, uh, this is a spinoff from that. Uh, Junkyard Joe was somewhat referenced throughout the Geiger series and then if you picked up the big 80-page uh, giant kind of into the world of Geiger, they went into a little more here, but yeah, Junkyard Joe was basically a, a uh, experiment during the Vietnam War of a robotic GI. Uh, okay. And so... Yeah. Some interesting stuff here. Maybe, uh, Joe had a little bit of involvement in the, how the Vietnam war was shaped, how it may be ended. Uh, yeah, but it's a very interesting story here and, uh, apparently there's more to come. So, uh, there will be, uh, I guess other issues. The issue almost kind of very much stands alone and could have been the story there, but they definitely tease another issue. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that works out there. But yeah. Uh, Couple more here, just some run through. Uh, for uh, the uh, folks who like uh, reprints of older books here, uh, we get a double shot from Marvel this week Amazing okay. Spider Man, number one. So you get a facsimile of this. And of course, this is note for note, the book that came out in the 60s, but it only cost you $3.99. So here you go. Uh, and one, of course, even though I already have my own copy of this, still had to pick up the facsimile of Tomb of Dracula, number one. Yeah. A favorite book of mine growing up as a kid so yeah of course it, it makes sense as we were talking about uh werewolf by night so there you go <laughs> uh a couple of regular books here we just want to point out they're actually were really good this week here um batman 128 uh, of course uh chip Zdarsky's uh currently uh writing this and in... oh uh, uh that is not philium it is Let's doing the art it's the, it's the younger Jimenez who's doing the arts. I uh, can't remember his name right now. Oh, goodness. Hang on here. i give the person credits. Oh, here we go. Jorge. There we go. Good God. Yeah, see, being George, you think I remember that. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jorge Jimenez uh, does the art in this one here. Uh, I'm loving this new fail-safe story and uh, the... Definitely, this is kind of the part three that's going on. I think part three or four uh, mm-hmm. definitely takes a big downturn in this one here. Uh, you know, kind of a little a twist we didn't see coming with how far failsafe is wanting to go uh, with his mission. So right. Or, it, or its
1: mission, I should say. Well, and uh, and, and Zadarsky is one of those writers that very rarely ever misses the mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's so good. You you yeah, can I'm, you you could, you could count on his stories being just excellent. Yeah, and uh, I, I I really enjoy
0: his uh, Daredevil run that he's been doing for quite some time and still doing. So uh, another good twist here: uh, Captain America, Sentinel, of Liberty. Uh, mm-hmm. I've really been enjoying this Outer Circle series uh, storyline here of basically a a group behind the group behind the group who basically they they run everything with how the world works and. Captain America was supposed to be their boy to kind of do their bidding, and it didn't quite work out that way, and lots of interesting stuff here, but uh, uh, an interesting issue here for Bucky fans. I don't want to say too much more here, because like I said, there's a couple of good twists in the story if you've been following it. If not, I highly recommend picking some of these
1: up here. I haven't gotten to that one yet, but the storyline itself has been just incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah,
0: a very very good issue, uh, and another uh, <laughs> it takes a turn. <laughs> and last but not least, Rogue Son here. This is issue seven. Um, this is coming out of Image here, part of their massive verse. The kind of they're doing a new uh, superhero universe here. Um, this has been a fun book here because this is kind of a son taking over for the father. For a job that he didn't want, and a dad he didn't get along with in the first place, so there's a lot of that tension there. A lot of like still learning how to use this sort of thing. But Rogue Son's a little bit more of a a rougher edge than uh, the Radiant Black, which is kind of the flagship title for the massive verse. But the unique thing about this particular issue, it's a choose your own adventure issue. Oh, no uh, kidding! Yeah, about six pages in, you get surprised like, oh. You got to make this decision. If you make this decision, turn to page this. If you make this decision, turn the page that one. So, yeah. So this whole issue is a good old classic uh, choose your own adventure here. So that was, I've enjoyed the series, but that was a very uh, very unique issue. I had to point that one out. So, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Johnny's asking if we've seen Werewolf by Nine already. Yes, uh, I'm not going to talk too much at length of that since it's brand new tonight. But uh, next week we will definitely uh, dive into World by Night. But yes, I literally just watched it about 30 minutes before the show started, and uh, it was amazing. So loved it, loved it. Yeah, I
1: haven't I haven't gotten to it yet. It's on, it's on my to do list. I, I, it's probably as soon as we're done here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and see, in, in Hellraiser's on Hulu. I probably may watch that before. Uh, let's see here. I'll probably have a couple hours for. Uh, Wrestling starts at ten, so there you go. So, yeah, and uh, AEW fans, we got double duty tonight because we got Rampage at ten, in, uh, and then uh, right after they're doing another Battle of the Belts, so another one-hour show, which basically is all title matches, and whatnot. Uh, so, yeah, we get we get double duty tonight. So, see if you're if you're also watching SmackDown, we basically get four hours of wrestling on tonight. So, hallelujah for that, folks. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave's saying the only criticism he watches is uh, longer, so we can get even more of. It. Uh, what are you, which, which one are you referring to, Dave? I mean, if you're talking about werewolf, then yeah, then definitely yeah, I could have gone with more myself, sir. Uh, let's see. Wubsy saying hi, good to see you, Wubbsie. one of our friends over on YouTube. Check him out, Hi, Wubsy. And uh, John's one more saying, it's saying picking up Rogue Sun Volume One, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely check it out there. So Oh, and Dave was saying, yes, he was referring to Werewolf by Night. So, yeah, I could definitely go with a lot of that more myself. So, yeah, so there you go. So there's my uh, new comic picks for the week there. So uh, I've, I had a few more, but, uh, you yeah, know, I was like, okay, those ones I really want to point out. So, so see, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all across. There, the uh, DC had a couple of uh, things for Dark Crisis that popped out uh, this week, too, and I've been enjoying that. I haven't so much been enjoying the uh, – uh, the Judgment Day storyline over at Marvel, I think it's kind of plotting, uh, yeah. but but yeah, but Dark Crisis has been fun. So so but that uh, the uh, well, Judgment Day is kind of picked up towards the end, finally. So it, it's you know it, the last couple of issues have kind of started to pick up,
1: so it's getting a little bit. But I, I thought it had some pacing issues, so they had well, to. A while back, they were talking about quote unquote event fatigue. And, you know, one event after another, after another, after another. I was like, nah, that's never going to happen. You know, the stories are good, whatever. I think I've got event fatigue. <laughs> I yeah, just, it, there's a lot of them it, I just don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, for me, well, like you got the two major ones there, you know, the Dark Crisis and, you know, uh, and Judgment Day. But uh, thankfully, DC has actually put out a couple of smaller ones you know, kind of under the radar, they've really been doing well, but they haven't been getting as much press. But like the DC versus vampires is a lot of fun because yeah. it's a sandbox series off. It's anybody can become a vampire sort of thing like that. Uh, we've got a new deceased uh, miniseries mini that just started up. That's you know, I've enjoyed those so far. Um, and of course that's more of kind of a <clears throat> not a official zombies, but sort of zombies. You know, it's the it's the anti-life right. equation that, you know. Undead or something like that, but so that's a lot of fun. Uh, The Dark Knights of Steel one has actually been good too, which is basically kind of, you know, everybody in the DC universe in the medieval times. So,
1: but I wouldn't really classify those as events per se. They're just kind of their own little, they're their own thing.
0: I yeah, I I see your point there. But yeah, you're right. I'm definitely having some event fatigue because there's especially Marvel has kind of like it's been kind of hit and miss uh, Mm -hmm. with them. Uh, I really love the Devil's Reign uh, thing, the the whole Daredevil, you know, sort of thing. That was yeah, a good, that was a good series. Uh, but yeah, some of the other ones recently haven't been that great. And then DC is kind of like, you know, some of their stuff has been, you know, like you know, the death metal uh, and the metal series. Those I thought were you know good, but some of their others, you know, not so much. But then, like I said, Dark Grace has been fun, so I've, I've I've enjoyed it so far.
1: Yeah, I haven't so, I haven't picked it up.
0: Uh, it, it's interesting just because the whole, like, you know, we're getting the old folks out of the way. And so now basically it's, you know, the the second generations, the Titans, uh, the Titan Academy, and then kind of some of these newer heroes like, you know, Wonder Girl and John Kent. And, you know, so some of the newer guys and letting kind of throwing them, you know, to the the wolves, so to speak. So. Right, right. <laughs> So, well, we're going to take a break here for just a sec here uh, to pause for comic books for Kids. Then we come back. We're talking all Bill here. So get ready. <laughs> we'll be right back in just a second here. Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference, and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more.
1: Visit CB4K.org.
0: All right, and we're back now, so...
1: Oh, hang on, I lost Bill there. <laughs> yeah, hang on, I'm coming. Okay, sorry. There we go. There we are. And now we can see your
0: face. There we go. Okay.
1: <laughs> Working on it. I had to grab a charger while uh, the commercial was oh, playing. and lost, lost everything. Oh, I didn't know why that happened. So,
0: all right, we'll, we'll pop up your graphic here. So, of course, today we are talking with William Hood, illustrator, artist, uh, extraordinaire, or whatever, as, as I said there earlier. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I uh, guess we'll just start here. Uh,
1: how did you, how long have you been uh, drawing? Um, well, I like to say about as long as I can hold a crown. Okay. But, um, honestly, probably since I was about 10 or 12 years old, um, I got my first pair of glasses Mm -hmm. and they had a really cool um, Yoda glasses case. Nice. That I wanted so bad. I wanted it so bad. It was so cool. And I didn't get it. I got this plain little cloth BS glasses case. Oh, yeah. And my stepfather um, actually drew yoda and and marker on that glasses case for me Mm -hmm. i thought that was the coolest thing ever that was just magic that somebody could do that (laughs) i was like i was like i need to learn how to do that so yeah that's how how that happened
0: that's cool so yeah your first artistic inspiration was actually your stepdad i like that (laughs) so um you know, did you know? Kind of with, with, how did you kind of get into you know comic art or kind of pick that, that as your form? Because of course, I mean, you know, artists, wherever you kind of when you get that first bug, you know, kind of get you get that you know bite of the interest there. Then everybody kind of starts picking their form, picking their how they do the art and whatever else. So how how did that all go about?
1: Um, well, like like I said, my my first comic was a reprint of um, X Men number three, so mm-hmm. Kirby artwork. And you can't go wrong with Kirby artwork. Oh yeah. Um, and that led into Burn. Um, John Byrne was actually the first artist that I realized I was following. I was kind of unintentionally following him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because he he caught my eye, of course, with Uncanny X Men. Yeah. And then I followed him to uh, Fantastic Four, and then I. He, I saw him on Superman. And, uh, and like I say, I was kind of unconsciously following him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going, Oh, that's a burn book. I need that. I was like, that's good artwork. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I just kind of like, you know, once again, that, that always had that bug in my ear going, I need to be able to do this. Yeah. So, you know, sitting and drawing and drawing and drawing and sitting in my grandmother's, um, quote-unquote bill-paying desk mm-hmm. for hours and hours just drawing my little my little character posters and put, sticking them up in my bedroom, and she'd just look at me and sigh. <laughs> 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 but, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what happened. I mean, you, you know, first I recognized K- Kirby artwork for what it was, and then, I saw Byrne, and then I saw Neil Adams, and then, of course, all the classics, George Perez, and yeah, it that's just a, went from there. That's
0: a, So, basically, you're, so you're essentially, you're self-taught, or did you get any formal training later on, or?
1: Um, I'm self-taught and training refined. Nice. So, so yes, I, I I taught myself, and then I went to school for commercial art and graphic design. Nice. So. But
0: see, it's a really good lesson, though. It's like you know, once you've got the interest in, just keep doing it. Keep you know banging at it, and you know, so you'll 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 develop your talent, your technique, and so yeah, that's really impressive, though. You kind of that's you know, you started young and kind of really started keep you know keeping at it.
1: So, well, yeah, and that's that's what I tell anybody that asks: is if you have an interest in it, if you have a love for it, if you have even the slightest bit of talent, keep doing it. I mean. You, you you may not make millions off of it. You may not you know, but if you have a love for it, just keep doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's absolutely right. Yeah, you know? so I mean, it, it, even it's you know the funny thing is, you would think you know sometimes people's you know different geek passions maybe they don't fit in you know to you know normal society, but you you'll find a way. I mean, come on, I've been you know reading comics for forty three years, and now that I'm working at a store, I mean, it's my encyclopedic knowledge is now. You know, being put you know to good use, So and you've probably oh sure had yourself.
1: So, absolutely, yeah. That, that I ran I ran a bookstore up here in Louisville for a long time, and just randomly, people would come up and and pull just a random back issue out of the bin and hold it up, and say, "Who did this?" Just just yeah. to like just to like test me, and <laughs> not because they were looking to buy it, but because they knew I would probably know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then of course, you know, you know. You get like a lot of you know, we get a lot of random foot traffic, or sometimes people you know, like little kids want to start looking at comics, but maybe they need recommendations, and whatnot. So, yeah, absolutely, kind of like that comes in handy. So, and, and of course, you know, you're you're, you're fun at uh, uh, the break room at you know work or whatnot when uh, people are watching uh, the new Marvel shows or movies or whatnot, and they need explanations of things, whatnot. And oh yeah, know, well and, this
1: is that and that is that and that happened because of this and yeah yeah always. And who, who is that
0: guy? Oh, well, he's over this guy. He's this one over here. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that that's also come way in handy. So it, it doesn't work so much romantically unless you are know, trying to pick up another geek. But you know, well, it, you do know, what you can. They're, yeah, they're 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 listening at least. So right, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, hey, well, I gotta definitely uh, you know, show uh, off a little bit of your work here. So I grabbed a couple selections off your website, which, of course, uh, williamhood.art. Art. Uh, but yeah, this is your predator. Of course, I you know show this one off earlier because I purchased this. But yeah, this I, I thought was you know looking through your portfolio was extremely impressive with just how you captured the character and kind of the intensity and getting a great background to it. Well, I appreciate that yeah so just yeah absolutely enjoy that and just great detail on that too just yeah you know. so but and, and it's interesting because like you know you know some artists you know have kind of like a style and you can definitely tell that looking at your stuff but of course it's also like you can kind of conform to different things too because of course you really me really show here this year three captain americas here so definitely much lighter style here you know it's you know you know a lot more color here you know less you know you know less ominous sort of feel but you could definitely tell like there's you know your hand is in there but yeah you know, it's like it just you know but it's you know you kind of get like a little bit of you know each different captain america kind of like how they've looked a little bit over the years because you got you know captain carter more recent you know and then sam kind of you know when he first started his his look has changed a little bit more recently and that's a very classic captain america right there so yeah,
1: well it's really- and, and it's and it's funny that you you would say something to that effect because When I scheduled Night Risers, I told my fiance, I was like, crap, I don't have any horror artwork at (laughs) all. I was like, I I have got to get some horror stuff going. (laughs) So for like the next month, I was just cranking out horror pieces. (laughs) (laughs) I I had nothing. That is not my wheelhouse at all. But apparently I did okay with it. Uh,
0: I should say so cuz I grabbed one of your other pieces here your Freddy Krueger here look at this folks I mean this is, you you get the whole you know little nursery rhyme there never sleep again but that's just a fantastic it's it's all oh, if it, it, it's a little
1: more than minimalist but it feels a little minimalist and well, and, and he that was rough because he is he as, as a character he's very specific on how he moves he has a he has a very Specific stance, very specific movements. You know it's him. Yeah, and to catch that was just—it was that was a rough bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. Cool. Well, you you nailed it. I mean, because that's thing is that you know Freddie is very menacing and you know very ominous, and very dangerous. But also you know he's you know he, he's a little swishy too. You know he's you know he's you know. A bit jovial, and he's a little light on his feet, and you know. Also, he's he's a little graceful in a sense too. And I think
1: you kind right. of guys- and, that, and, and that's what was so hard to capture is the is the is the grace mixed with the menacing. Yeah, yeah. It but was I, it, it was a hard get.
0: Yeah, you, you know that one. So see, there you go, folks. Of course, you've got like you did Child's Play, and trying to think who else. You had you have a bunch of other stuff too. Oh, uh, uh,
1: Pinhead and Michael Myers yeah. and Jason, and yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you did a lot of the classics there. So uh, yeah. And of course, yeah, I, I've shown off my, you know, the art there and told my wife you do commissions and, and it's like,
1: oh, did he have Sam from Trick or Treat? And I was like, I don't think he did. So I, I don't know, didn't, need- but I will at E-Town Con. It's on, he's on my to-do list. There you go. So see. So I may be, per- is a, if you, if you have a Sam there, I'll
0: be purchasing that from you.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Cause you know, uh, he's on my to-do list, a couple others that are, that are um swishing around in my head, but yeah, he's, he's definitely coming. I just, I literally ran out of time.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> You're able to churn out that much in such a short time period. So, uh, so so it, it's, it speaks highly for your, uh, your ability there. You're able to come, come out so much here. So uh, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll bury myself in reference and I'll sit there and draw and erase and draw and erase and the ink and cuss and cuss some more. And <laughs> what do you like using for references when you're doing things? Um, Well, Google quite a bit. And then, you know, uh, the, I'll watch the movies and try to get the feel for the characters or, you know, even reading the comic books or watching, you know, whatever. Whatever I mean, every everything is reference anymore. Nice, okay. Uh, and then, of course,
0: one last one. And of course, and I picked this one out thinking it was a really impressive one. And then you're like, "Oh man, that's one of my early ones here. I don't care for this one here, but I had to show up though because you know I'm a Transformers fan, and that's a great Optimus."
1: Well, I'm actually doing another Optimus just to kind of replace that one, and okay. a and and a Megatron because, like I said, that's that's old. Um, I won't say I'm not proud of it. But if it leaks too much out, it might be detrimental my, to my career. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Okay. laughs> I mean, it, 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 yeah, it needs updating. We'll, we'll just say that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I still enjoy it. It had a very, uh, uh, you know, because you've seen Transformers in different iterations, and whatnot. And for me, it has a very, uh, very much a clean kind of look to it. So not so much the cartoon, very much almost kind of like an anime kind of feel to it. So it.
1: Well, and that's kind of what I was going for. Um, I fell down a rabbit hole not too very long ago i uh, started doing prints of various um, cartoons like a uh, battle of the planets he-man gi joe uh, like i say transformers is on my to-do list thundercats mm-hmm. you know th- th- once you start sliding down the rabbit hole you're like oh now i can do this oh now i can do this oh that should That's be there yeah i mean it's, <laughs> it's 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 just silliness <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Of course, yeah. I saw. I almost got one of your Master of the Universe ones that you had too, because those are really good drawing too. So I, I love that he man's come back. So kind of went for more GI Joe comeback. They 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 keep trying. And it's like come on, yeah, and they just they they just barely miss. I know. I don't know if you, did you bother to watch the Snake Eyes movie?
1: No, no. I wasn't real thrilled with the uh, the live action treatment. It's just uh, I don't I don't know that they can even get it right.
0: Well, here, my whole opinion of the Snake Eyes movie is if they would have just called it anything else but Snake Eyes and just said this is a a ninja action movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's a good movie. You know, I mean, it's not great, movie, but it's a good movie. It's got a lot of action and, you know, it's enjoyable. If you're a GI Joe fan and you know the story of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow,
1: you know their origin. It will irritate you to no end. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Um, there was a a handful of years ago. There was a anime um, GI Joe movie. It was a uh, I, I think it was called GI Joe uh, Renegades. Oh yes, yeah, yeah that, that was that was amazing.
0: Yeah, or there, there's also another. There was uh, there. Were, Renegades was a series, and there's also Joe uh,
1: Resolute. I think Warren Resolute said. is the one I was talking about. Oh, was yeah, the one yeah. stand, the the one off, almost like, but I think it was a movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Like it, it has it had different releases. I th- the way I think I saw it was like it was like episodes like online somewhere, or something like that. I can't. Remember. I, I it was, maybe. I I watched it in an odd format and I think they finally put it on DVD, like all together. But yeah, you're right; it is an amazing series. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot more, you know, not like completely, you know, gory, you know, you know, violent sort of thing. But it's a lot more mature GI Joe series than anything we've ever seen before. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, even more, much more mature than the move, the live action movies themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree completely. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, GI Joe Resolute, check it out. So, uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, of course, uh, back to some of your appearances here. Of course, you know, you said, of course, this weekend you're going to be at the flea off market uh, all this weekend, you uh, know, doing, having, you know, selling your art there. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, of course, you have E Town Con coming up here uh, at the end of the month. So, yes. Uh, so, of course, yeah, that's a, a brand new convention to Elizabethtown, and Night Riser is the one you uh, attended earlier, has been around for many, many years, uh, different various locations, but uh, yeah, so E-Town is going to be uh, the uh, new con around here, maybe, uh, for the foreseeable future, we'll see. Well, but, uh,
1: I've, I've heard I've heard good things about the organizer, I don't know okay. about the show, but uh, people people in, in the community seem to trust the organizer.
0: Good, so, yeah. Uh, they've because uh, know they've got you know a Louisville con that's usually held over at the uh, the Crown Point Plaza. Uh, yeah, that's that's
1: that's that, that, that's where I'm going after Eton, as a matter of fact. Okay.
0: Um Yeah, so uh, that's you know yeah they've got that show there. Uh, so it's not a big show, but I mean it's it was a good show. The 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 thing I like is like they were, were able to pack a lot of vendors into a small spot. So mm-hmm. you have lots of choices of different things, and it was it was again nice. It was all local vendors, so I'm I'm glad we'll see that you know kind of come back there. And of course, you know I want to see lots of comic sellers as well. So even out of towners, because I've pretty much seen all the books here in eTown. So <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so I, I, I welcome out of town comic uh, vendors. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun there. But uh, yeah, so uh, pot, you know, we'll see how this con does and maybe there's uh, more to come but yeah so the the makers of have you know got a successful franchise uh it seems so fingers crossed on that one that does well so yeah.
1: exactly yeah we need we we need more uh we need more conventions and shows locally mm-hmm. uh, i mean even if it is the one day stuff just 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 keep it going yeah absolutely so uh
0: yeah and interestingly enough uh there's another convention that's kind of local uh but it's in shepherdsville Called, it used to be called the Creature Feature, and now it's been, uh, or the it used to be the Halloween Fest. Now it's Creature Feature. Uh, that's going to be on, I think, these, the same weekend. Uh, so I think it's a two day show, whereas town is a one day show.
1: I saw uh, that. I, I yeah. saw that. And my brain automatically went, I wonder if I could do one day each. <laughs> <laughs> so if one can be at the other. It's possible. It is possible, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, because you know the
0: the creature feature itself is uh, another kind of small local con, and again, I like small local conventions. You know, you get to chit chat with the people a little bit more. Yeah, uh, you know, you get to make a little more friends. You, you know, yeah, it's it just it has a nicer feel to it than some of the giant ones that you know your Gen Cons and your San Diegos and your New York Comic Cons, which is going on this weekend as we speak. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just I like the small hometown cons.
1: Oh, I do too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, you, you feel like you get more time there. It's not as much of a rush. And, of course, I mean, you know, people always ask me, like, oh, do you always want to go to San Diego Comic-Con? I was like, no, because standing in the line is not fun.
1: Right, and you can see everything you want to see online anyway after, after the fact.
0: Yeah, and usually a lot of the exclusives are available online. So, you know, maybe you're going to pay a little more for them. But it's like, yeah, for those parts, like, no, I'm good, you know, with – you know, I mean, if, if, if I had my choice, I would much rather go to New York than I would San Diego. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I would, too. Yeah, and, and mostly because, as you probably well know, too, that New York is far more focused on the comics and the artists and the writers. And they get much more of a showcase than they do at San Diego. Yep. Yeah, and even though that's what San Diego was also built on, but San Diego's become much more Hollywood. So, I mean nothing wrong with that, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's changed the tone of the con, so. Yeah, oh, it absolutely has. Yeah, you know, people who've never read a comic book in their life know what Comic-Con is because of San Diego, so. Yeah. Whatever, what have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, aside from your art, what are some of your other geek passions that you have?
1: Um, well, comics, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, science fiction, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars. um. Like, Which side do you go more towards, Star Trek or Star Wars? Um, Trek. Okay. Uh, honestly, yeah, Trek. I'm, I've, I'm, I've been a I've been a big Trekkie Trekker for as long as I can remember. Nice. nice. Yeah, I mean my 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 grandfather was watching it, and I'd sit on the living room floor and watch it with him. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for forever. So it's always Trek.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, I I, I grew up more
0: of a classic fan, so I uh, I haven't got much into the newer stuff, even though I hear it's really good. But uh, yeah, I, just, I haven't had a chance to get into the newer stuff yet. But I need to. Uh, but uh, I, I'm I'm more of the Star Wars guy. My earliest memory is seeing Star Wars: at The Drive In. So, uh, you know, I, I
1: remembered remember seeing Star Wars at the Drive In. I fell asleep. The, the first time <laughs> I, I fell asleep. Of course, I was like I was like seven. But still. <laughs> Yeah, uh,
0: I was too. Uh, it was during the 78 re release when they put it back out, summer 78. Oh, yeah, so uh-huh. yeah I, I was barely two years old, and apparently I was captivated and silent for the entire movie. So, hey, there you go. Yeah, my, my parents won that day. So, yeah, did, did I get Star Wars toys? I sure did.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I beat all, all of them all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was rewarded for my silence. Exactly. <laughs> But it's interesting because my dad's a big Star Trek. I mean, because he grew up, you know, when Star Trek was on TV. So uh-huh. for, for real. So, uh, yeah, that's part of his childhood. Uh, so, yeah, he's I mean, he's watched all iterations and everything. I'm not sure if he's watched the newer stuff yet or not, but, uh, but he's definitely watched all the iterations of the other, you know, shows that have been on old movies and things like that. So it's interesting that, you know, I grew up more of a Star Wars kid because he was clearly influenced right there with the Star Trek stuff. But, you go. Know, so.
1: Well, it's, uh, a, it's all sci-fi. I mean, it, it, it's all sci-fi. Yeah, it really is.
0: So, what else are you into?
1: Um, movies. Um, mo- most genres of movies. Um, uh, a lot of the, what I call the murder, death, kill shows. Um, like like the true crime stuff. Um, even even like CSI's and and uh and uh Criminal Minds and things like that. So, I. My, my wife loves
0: the the, the dateline uh, stuff and uh, uh, forensic, forensic files. files. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah I, call, I call that murder porn. So,
1: yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so, and, and, and so, if, if, if I ever go missing, like I, I don't say there's a show on tonight and, you know, there isn't a show on and there isn't one in the next week. It's like she probably killed me for whatever reason and she's got a lot of tips from those shows over the years.
1: Well that's what my fiance says too. She's like, don't mess with me. I know how to kill people and get away with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I grew up in a lot of mob movies, so it's like, well, you know
1: <laughs> Right, right, exactly. You know, but uh, through
0: the, through the car and go have dinner at mom's real quick. You know, <laughs> no, and, and I'm big into
1: I'm big into the eighties. Um yeah. that's just, you know, that's that's my era. Um, anything, anything eighties I'm, I'm all about. So I nice. guess, like, you know, like I say, all the, all the eighties cartoons that, uh, like I say, I slid down the rabbit hole for a while. Um, any of the eighties shows, like as, as cheesy and God awful as they are, you know, the a team, uh, night rider airwolf, you know, oh, yeah. all those So. Or, or, or 80s movies, of course, classics, mm-hmm. you know, Ghostbusters and Beverly Hills Cop and all of them. Oh. Being a comic fan, did you ever try to latch on to, like, any, all the superhero shows
0: that would try to come on? Or, like, the, you know, the the, the Auto Mans, the Street Hawks, whatever oh, else? Oh, all
1: the time. Happen. Are you kidding yeah. me? All the time. Um, yeah. they, yes. were, they were fine with us, weren't they? They really were. Oh, no, they were terrible.
0: (laughs) They they were trying to give us something cool that that, that our audience wanted, and they failed most of the time miserably. Or sometimes, like, the concept was cool, but then, like, the first episode's like, okay, well, the trailer was better.
1: Right. Well, um, I think it was on Tubi. Tubi is a streaming service. Um, Yeah. they're, They're showing Nightman now. I don't know if you remember that old series. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I remember that. I queued up the first one. I got like maybe 10 minutes in. I went, oh, I can't. I can't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those like, it it was where there's a whole string of shows that popped up like in the late 80s, early 90s that were made for syndication. They didn't, they literally just kind of like just popped up on a network somewhere. And that was one of those shows. Of course, it was based off the Malibu comic and far different than that. Of course, I mean, there's, you know, the Birds of Prey show was in there too.
1: Which, I mean, that wasn't so bad. I mean, right. I, 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 can, I can still go back and watch it.
0: Yeah, the Birds of Prey definitely had its moments there too, especially when they try to incorporate like, you know, Barbara Gordon's story and why she's in the wheelchair and stuff uh-huh. like that and having, you know, you know, Bruce and Selena's daughter, you know, be you know, kind of the, the lead on the show. Or was it Bruce and Selena's daughter Was just Selena's daughter? I can't remember.
1: I think it was implied it was Bruce's, but I don't know. I don't recall if they ever said so.
0: Yeah, I, I know they mentioned more of Selena, like she definitely knew Catwoman was her mom. Yeah. But, but yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. They kind of implied that maybe, yeah, Bruce was the dad too. But yeah, but anyway, but yeah, again, so yeah, it, it had its promise. But yeah, of course, we like the the Xena and her- Hercules came from that era too, but they ended up being successful shows because they apparently had a bit of a budget and talent behind the camera. So, uh, <laughs>
1: right. Well, then, then that makes a difference.
0: Yeah, uh, but yeah, you,
1: you're right. There's, there's some golden age of, uh, Bad, bad TV. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but but it's you know in some cases it's so bad it's good. Yeah, there, there there's some like I you know shows that didn't last very
0: long that I kind of you know latched onto and you know whether or not they're great or not. Like uh, Voyagers was an early one if you remember. that was the uh, oh I do yeah yeah the time travelers with like the timepiece and you know so that was kind uh-huh. of a fun. One. Uh, Tales of the Gold Monkey because I was a big Indiana Jones fan and it was kind of like Indiana Jones.
1: Not but really. not. Right. Not. It was a lot more comedy and who starred in that the name is on the tip of my tongue. I remember
0: Yeah, it was um oh.
1: he's somebody. He's he's almost somebody. Well yeah, but I mean, I can't it's
0: remember. Steven something. Um but yeah, he was Deckered in the first Star Trek movie.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And Um the, and then the dad on Seventh Heaven. Right, right, right. I can't I can't think of his name now, but I can see him clear clear as day. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, he's
0: he's the he was the lead in that one, playing kind of a uh, a surly uh, uh, pilot for hire during uh was it during World War II when he was he was
1: overseas trying to avoid the war. So I, I don't remember. I, I remember it existed, and I remember yeah. I watched a little bit, but that, that, that's it. I, I got that the rest of it's foggy. Uh, do you remember Automan? Oh yeah, yeah, with the with the Tron suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, again, hey, hey, kids, no one watched Tron. Let's make a TV show sort of Ex- based on it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, I've, I've done a whole podcast tirades on the entire summer of 82. Like, you know, a lot of my favorite movies of the 80s came out, but unfortunately, they were all killed by E.T.
1: <laughs> well, you know, talking about this sort of thing, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ideas for prints now, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, yeah. the the, the summer
0: of 82, well, actually, the entire of 82 was the year of ET because they said, Hey, it did so well in the summer. Let's put it out for Christmas once again. So, all these movies that were had Oscar hopes and Christmas, you know, these things all killed by. Oh, E.C. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the only thing that I mean, if they would have put a Star Wars movie out that year, maybe that would have been the competition. But, you know, since Lucas and Spielberg were buddies, they didn't want to do that to each other. But, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, because I, th- I think Return of the Jedi almost came out in '82. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, I think it. I think it was supposed to.
0: Yeah, and they kind of did a little gentleman's agreement. It's like, okay, well, you put your movie uh-huh. out, you uh, you do '82, I'll do '83 over here. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe th- <laughs> that would have been an interesting fight at the box office. So, yeah, it would have been a good one. Yeah, because I don't know if they ever actually competed at
1: the box office against each other. So I I, I think they do have that sort of a, that sort of agreement, you know, stay out of my way. I'll stay out of yours. Well, I mean, you know, they're they're old film school buddies. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: Interesting stuff though. Anyway. So, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so again, you know, I've, you know, really enjoyed, you know, kind of, you know, getting to know you and of course, you know, uh, getting, uh, getting definitely enjoying your art, which I want to share with everybody else here, kind of give them a, a peek and kind of y'all you know, get to know where to find you. So let me uh, bring up your banner here one more time. So, again, Williamhood.art uh, is where we can find your website. And, of course, you got all your links there to your social media as well where we can find you and get in touch with you. For-
1: yeah, I'm, I'm always open for commissions. If you don't see something you like there, reach out to me and I'll have it to you in a week or two.
0: There you go, yeah. So great turnaround there, and you know, again, I got I got to bring up your Predator once again because, <laughs> and then uh, we got to bring up your Freddy here. Yeah, I'll just show those off here. So sorry for the little X in there, but I, I scanned all these in my phone here. So <laughs> hey, that's all right. Oh, uh, yeah, here. So but yeah, so uh, you're appearing at the Fleet Off Market this weekend, and then uh, the twenty eighth is that what it is? E Town or twenty ninth? Sorry, 29th of October uh, yes. is when e Con here in Elizabethtown, the Pritchard Center. So got a couple of chances to catch William in person so and buy some parts. So there you go.
1: And I'll um, have your cool.
0: Sam for you there, too. Hey, there you go. See, you going to make the wife happy. So and I, I like, I got to get some frames. So <laughs> I got to hang stuff up here around my uh, little uh, uh, geek hovel here. Right There okay, you I'm go. One small room of our uh, uh, townhouse, but hey, I got all my stuff in here. So there you go. <laughs> uh well again i get i i really enjoy uh, having you on here thank you very much for doing the show here hey thanks for having me on uh, absolutely so uh i'll let you sign off here but you have yourself a good evening yes sir you, you too
1: morning. all right
0: you guys have yourself a good weekend here uh Definitely check out World by Night over on Disney Plus, because we're going to talk about that next week. Uh, then we'll be wrapping up She-Hulk. So I'm going to have to have the ladies on, talk about that show. Kind of wrap up the last few episodes there. So a whole lot of good geek stuff. Hellraisers on Hulu. Uh, yeah, Gory you Horse. know, lots of good horror movies out there. Uh, let's see. Did uh what are we seeing here? Oh, uh, Smile. Yes. Went and saw that uh, earlier this week with my wife. Very creepy. Uh, very uh, captivating, kind of you know, very, you know, creepy intense. Yeah, i don't want to say creepy once before. Uh, but yeah, it, it holds your attention. Really good movie there. So if you want to check that out for a good Halloween spook there. So you all have yourselves a wonderful weekend
1: again, and I will see you next time on the Fanatic Forum.